This is the Amner Martinez Podcast. Welcome to the Amner Martinez Podcast. My name is Amner Martinez, and I will be your host. I am an immigrant from the country of Guatemala, and I've been living in Iowa since 1995. My professional background is in the staffing and recruiting industry, and I have been heavily involved in the local entertainment scene for the last 12 years. In this podcast, I will be sharing conversations with local people in entertainment, business, sports, nonprofits, food, arts, and culture. So stick around for some great conversations. All right. So how you doing over there, man? Me? I'm fine. You're fine? I'm very annoyed. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So um, we'll keep this intro short. All right. Um, but it's kind of weird, right? I mean, now we can't even see each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of good. You're I think okay. it's a good thing. You're cool with I'm it. really enjoying this uh, this quarantine business. That's good. At least you are actually separating yourself. I thought you were not gonna listen. Nah, dude. I don't. I don't do it. Like this is perfect. You're... I I haven't seen people. Like I've made like no contact hardly with okay. anybody. So th- and that's so, perfect for me. So uh, so quarantining is what you do on a regular basis. That's what I wish to do on a regular basis. Um, but, you know, now, not thinking about, like, last week's or two weeks ago. When was it? The other like, podcast? Oh, man, we just we spewed a lot of ignorant shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, feel, I feel kind of bad about it, you mm-hmm. know. At the same time, I don't want to lose my sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. No, all this shit that's think... happening, you know. Like, I, I get it, man. You know, like... Uh, I still have some reservations about it, but I just, uh, you know, I'm just gonna see the positive of it. Yeah, and I'm gonna stay home. And I think we and... need, I think we need humor. This is where we still need our humor and courage, which it kind of segues into this very courageous person I spoke with, um, Siobhan Spain. Um, she was. Her husband was diagnosed with the coronavirus, and uh, she was just diagnosed with the coronavirus. So, um, but she's brave and, and courageous, and um, so now, nah, man, we need we need that right now. We need funny. We need brave. We need courageous. We need smarts. We need caution. So, anyways, we'll keep this one short. But. Cool. Thanks for all the help, man, and um, I'll be bugging you again soon. I hope not. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hello. Um, so thank you for making time. Yeah. C- can you hear me pretty good? I can. Okay. How do I sound? It sounds good. It sounds like good. you're on the phone, <laughs> which is perfect. So... Well, I, I I know that um wanted to wish you happy birthday. Your birthday was not too long ago. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> when was that last week? Yeah, it was Thursday. Thursday. All right. Well, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. So, um, 
let me start with like how's your husband how are you how's your daughter um well i uh i got a call from the doctor about five o'clock today confirming that i have the virus as well and um Mm. and it meant that i could hug my husband for the first time in a week so that was really nice okay so you guys were separated for the time yeah, he was, um, he's been self-isolating in our, um, lower level apartment, hmm. kind of, it's not an apartment, but it's got a guest room and okay. restroom and all that good stuff, so as soon as he wasn't feeling well, he, he kind of self, self-isolated down there, and, um, and, and he's, he's doing okay, he's, um, he's coughing quite a bit. He doesn't have a huge fever, which is good, and okay. just um, pretty tired. He gets worn out by the end of the day, but um, I think I see baby step improvements every day, so that's okay. encouraging. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. So th- the news have to be. Uh, can you put them into words when you get the news? You know, it's interesting. Um, the other day, I guess it must have been Saturday, um, when in the afternoon, you know, I was having a great day with Francis and uh, checking off our list of things to do during the day, and then I just started feeling terrible. And um, and Johnson's like, why don't you check your temp do you feel warm I'm like no I don't feel warm um but I went and checked my temperature and it was sure enough I had a temp and that was probably the scariest moment for me like that it made me really sad and okay. um I had the chills and my neck hurt like crazy and I took a bath just to try to warm up and um in the meantime Jonathan called uh the doctor and let them know. Um, so they they said if I do can't have a temperature that they'd want to know and they they'd bring me in for testing. So just because he's confirmed, you know. And mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway, he called Broadlands ahead of time, and I drove up, and they were ready for me. And and um, that part it was. It was not fun, you know, it felt really, you know, it's an isolating uh, virus. You have to be uh, isolated from everything. And mm-hmm. and so I was in there by myself for quite a long, long time. And, and, but, you know, it was, they were super positive. And I think just being informed, um, and knowing that chances are good that we're going to get through it. Yeah. And kind of, I think uh, my upbringing helped me just stay in the moment yeah. and deal with what's in front of me, not what's, you know, out of my control and down the road before I can, I don't want to predict anything. I don't, I can't. You know? <laughs> yeah. So how did 
um, your husband start? How did how does because he was diagnosed first? Is that right? He was. Yep. Yeah. He just thought he had a cold. He's kind of um, kind of drippy nose and just feeling kind of down. Um, but then it just got kind of. Uh, it just didn't get better, and then he just felt really crappy all around. I think his body was, like, really achy like mine was, and just feeling terrible. Um, and then we were sitting at the table, and I'm like, you have to go get tested. I mean, it's, um, I can understand how it's hard for people not knowing, and yeah, not, not knowing that the tests aren't out there a lot, and that's too bad, because... Um, uh, I think it can really do a doozy on people's psyche. Um, and if they were able to get tested, it might help a lot of people. So you think it helps to know better than not know? Absolutely. For him, especially like he's, you know, he tends to be a little bit more OCD and, um, Mm -hmm. and worried about sicknesses you know Mm -hmm. or I'm not so much um so I knew that it would help him and the fact that he had interactions with some people that came were traveled Mm -hmm. um out of state they thought that was reason enough to test them so I'm really grateful for that and um and then, honestly, once he found out he had it, he was in such a better mindset. Okay. Um, so even though it's scary, um, you know, most people, chances are, the majority of people are going to get it at yeah, some point. That's what, you know? That's what the uh, reports are saying, that the likelihood is that um, the majority of people were going to get it. Um, yes. And, and uh, they think that if we just come to terms with that and knowing mm-hmm. that yeah, a good portion of us, and I know it, it's really hard to accept how many people um, are being um, affected like in a more severe um, state mm-hmm. and a lot of deaths um, as a result. Um, there's still a high percentage that we'll get through it, you know? And so I think they said as long as we don't have um, respiratory issues and have trouble breathing, Mm -hmm. that's really when you get hospitalized. I see. And so we've been, uh, even though Jonathan's been coughing, he really has been um, breathing okay, which is great. Now, another one of your fears would be that your daughter could also, is her results are not back yet? You know, they said you have to assume she has it. Right. So they don't, they would rather not test her um, only if she starts showing signs. Okay. But they said since she's in such a low-risk okay. segment of the population that, one, she's in the house. Mm-hmm. It's so contagious that mm-hmm. we just have to assume she has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we're just going to get through it together. Oh. So um, she had a headache today, which was worrisome. Sure. But um, 
she got over that really quickly and, and was doing handstands again. And she was just oh. so glad we could all eat at the table again. Yeah. She was so grateful for that. And she knows. How old is your daughter? Um, they're she's the eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she know? Does she know that? You... Yeah. Yeah. She. You know. She. She's like, if mom has it, I'm gonna freak out. Mm. <laughs> but of course, she didn't. Um, yeah. She's strong. You know. It's, yeah. Oh, she is. She's. She's amazing. She's oh, our little teacher. <laughs> yes, they teach us more uh, than we than we recognize. Oh, absolutely! We, yeah, so she's she's been amazing. You know, um, I also been really um, grateful for the. I you know I posted an update on Facebook just about what I've learned through mm-hmm, this, and mm-hmm. I was. I was glad to see so much response and people glad to know, you know, somebody experiencing it. Yes. And... That's what encouraged me to reach out to you because, I mean, we, we've recorded a conversation before. We have a podcast together. And then the way that you were communicating, um, you know, on social media, it was in a very strong, hopeful, you know, um, kind of tone and, and um, I, I think that a lot of people need to hear uh, that you know because we're all yeah. scared you know we're all scared you know it's it's yep. Uh, yep. anybody that says they're not they're lying yeah they're lying <laughs> through their teeth you know uh-huh. so um, yeah it, I don't I think I think part of it is because there's so many questions around it yeah you know it's just so much mystery around it and um I think uh, just having some points of topics or some some points to know whether you should call your doctor or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a lot of questions since then about these. You know, what if I feel this or feel that way? And yeah, so that was going to be one of my questions to you: is it yeah. what symptoms were with your husband? Let's say because he was a first, so. A lot of it, we all know that is because if you traveled outside, that's a big, you know, flag, yep. right? And then, but physically, what what would you advise to keep an eye out on for? Well, I I do think taking your temperature daily is really important, and not right in the morning because yeah, that's when you have your highest temperature. Mm-hmm. So, um, you kind of wait for a bit after you get up, or do it before you go to bed, and um. I think if you show signs of having a temperature that's kind of the biggest indicator okay. um, that they care about, mm-hmm. um, that just gives a sign that something more is going on, mm-hmm. um, I think that's key. And then, um, like I said, I I was feeling like terrible, but just thought, you know, you just want to not think that, oh, I probably have a cold or something yeah. like that. But the fact that the temperature was there, too. Yeah. So um, were you, like, tired? Like, I like was, physically drained? I slept um, pretty much all day yesterday. Oh. Yeah. I uh, did not get out of bed all day. 
Hmm. And I slept just fine last night. Okay. I mean, that's how, like, there's a lot of fatigue. And Jonathan, is, he slept 12 hours the other night. Wow. Yeah, so I think that um, it's like the, it's, I've heard it, you know, it just hits you like a ton of bricks. Uh-huh. Like, you just feel very How would you compare uh, it to... How would you compare it to like a like a cold or a f- or the flu? Uh, it's just you know I think it's just clearly debilitating. Like I, it it came on suddenly for me. Like again, it was like Saturday afternoon, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden I laid down because I thought, well, I didn't sleep that well the night before, and I'm just going to take a little nap since I can. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's Saturday we're. It's a whole new world, stuck at home. Yeah. Why not take a nap? Yeah. But I woke up just like, just knowing I was off. Mm-hmm. I did not feel good at all. And it mm-hmm. was, again, just achy, um, not hungry. That's another thing. I think my loss of appetite, just not so hungry at all. Did your body knew? Like, did you kind of instinctively have a a feeling or is it just a fear that's out there that that you kind of thought that that no, was it I don't think it was a fear cuz I'm I'm kind of one of those like just assumes that I won't get sick mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. I um I have an autoimmune disease um and so my immune system is on overdrive, and mm-hmm. so I literally do not get sick very often. Oh, okay. And, so that's good right um, now. No, it's awesome. It's it's a luxury. And so um, usually if I do get sick, I like to nip it in the bud as uh-huh. well. I'm kind of one of those that don't push it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and usually that's always worked in my favor. Like if mm-hmm. I just stop what I'm doing mm-hmm. and lay low mm-hmm. then it goes away much mm-hmm. faster and that's kind of just what I assumed this was but then as soon as I took my temperature I I did have a mini freak out mm. and just had to cry a little bit yeah we're allowed to do but, that you're allowed to do that yeah you gotta do it you yeah. gotta do what you gotta do to process and because it's it's uh it's a different world out there and knowing mm-hmm. that we're stuck for you know we have to be totally clear of symptoms and then stay inside another minimum of two to three weeks after that so oh. i mean we're in it for the long haul no matter what yeah so what are you taking that's what are you drinking more liquids is there anything that they give you like medicine wise no you know um there's not a lot that they say to take although acetaminophen is best so tylenol for keeping your fever down Mm -hmm. um and then making sure you keep your liquids up Mm -hmm. uh plenty of rest Mm -hmm. uh that's basically it Hmm. Um, there's different things coming out of China that has, they've seen, you know, more of the, uh, Eastern medicine sort of, remedies, uh, remedies, but 
you know, it's all so new. I just, I'm just trying to take it in and see yeah. what, you know, bubbles to the top. And, um, I mean, I guess another thing too, just trying to be positive is the fact that like knowing that now will be one of the early households to be immune to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to look at the, and that's kind of, you know, what's going to be one of my main questions is um, the mentality that you're, that you're taking towards this, you know, how are you doing it? Um, because you sound strong, you sound confident, and I think we all need to hear that, that, <laughs> that voice, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I, maybe it's just innate uh human essence to be uh to live to mm. be motivated to get better and to get through it i mean my daughter obviously is a huge motivator for me mm -hmm. uh, there's no question i've got to i've got to get better and be there for her. yeah um and uh i totally plan on doing that yeah. and and you know now I don't know. I don't. I think that there's a big community out there, and a really positive one. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard these days, politically and otherwise, mm -hmm. sometimes to remember that. But I think that gives me a lot of hope and encouragement. And people are reaching out like crazy, which is yeah. so awesome. Yeah. And I think I'm going to be healthy for when they might need me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be immune and I'll be able to go drop off care packages at their door yes. while they get through it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just think, I was thinking, like, what is going to come out of this? I think somebody needs to make little patches that say... Um, recovered yes. you know or so we all know <laughs> like a scarlet letter or how do you call it like a scarlet letter um, yes is that what it's right. called yeah like a patch yeah. that you're like I'm, I beat it I uh... yeah exactly mm-hmm yeah so they know, know you're safe to be around yeah well it's amazing um, that you're so courageous and and uh, and thank you for allowing this conversation to happen because um, I don't know, you know, how anyone else would have responded, but um, I think it's important um, that we all start to kind of hear more factual stuff, right? More like, this is what you can expect. Right. This is what you can. So what would you tell somebody that's like afraid like me? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's such a good question. You know, I am. Um... I don't know. I mean, I think the best thing to do is to be smart and do what, you know, the advice is to self-isolate and wash your hands and wipe down surfaces and try to continue to have uh, as normal day as possible, you know, mm -hmm. enjoy what's right in front of you and, and um, keep the stress levels low. I think that's really important. There's so many people that are offering such great, uh, funny outlets, you mm -hmm. know, for humor. I mean, it's so needed. I mean, these 
gets stuck on the news and it's insane. It can, mm-hmm. uh, so kind of, <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, but I think I started meditating. Okay. I think I highly recommend that just helps you just, even if it's 10, 10 minutes a day and mm-hmm. just giving your head a break and, you know, again, I think just being maybe okay with the chance that you you may get this. Mm-hmm. And, but we don't want to overwhelm the health system. And yeah. that's a huge part of why we want to try to keep it at bay. Because if everybody gets it at once, it's, um, I just feel so bad for the healthcare workers that have yeah. to deal with all that. Yeah. They're amazing. I just am so impressed by these people. Yeah. Just I have a very friend. optimistic, very informed, very calm, mm-hmm. um, and just super kind. Like superheroes. Yeah, really, <laughs> honestly. It's amazing. So just all that, it just is so encouraging in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's good people out there doing great work and mm-hmm. wanting the best for everybody. And I guess I um I got to concentrate on that. Yeah. Well, I hope that um when this is all over I can see you at first Fridays and give you a huge hug. Yes. I know. Uh, hug I it can't out. wait to do hugs again. One of I these know. days. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know when we'll feel comfortable <laughs> doing that, but I hope we get back to it. <laughs> yes. Well, um Siobhan uh, I want to thank you. I don't have, there's not enough uh, thank yous that I can give you for um, being so brave and for, um, you know, giving me some time. And uh, yeah, uh, of course, walking us through this tough, uh, tough times. But um, again, I think that you, that you're a voice of hope and, and, and courage and bravery than anything else. So thank you. Well, I'm I'm glad if I help a little bit, I'm very grateful. Yes, you are. And I'm thinking of you and your family. It puts a smile on my face. Thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll be in close touch. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, just like we have been since we met. Um, uh, I've, uh, I've really been glad to, um, to you know, see that our friendship evolve. So, um, yes, absolutely. The feeling's mutual. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Siobhan, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon and uh, giving you lots of hugs. Okay. Thanks, Yamna.